You're listening to College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. Buy summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. Buy OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Buy M-Drive. You're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos, an iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv, subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of College Hockey Champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans as it may be. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, and uh, we are in the middle of a uh, week of six podcasts in seven days which uh, is day three for us at College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, where it's a balmy 111 right now. And my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you tonight? Um, It is not a balmy 111 here. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> we eliminated that problem right off the get-go. Uh, <laughs> so college hockey southwest weekly our weekly show that we started three plus years ago and uh we're talking college hockey all along um this week though it's a tad bit different because we're not only talking college hockey we're talking nhl draft nhl expansion draft a week-long uh set of podcasts that we hope everybody's enjoying and tonight we've got another great guest joining us we got pat micheletti um from kfan and uh uh westwood westwood one westwood one sports uh in minneapolis coming on with us so we got things to talk about as i told you uh before we started the show paul um the gophers touted their freshmen all week or have been tonight they just happened to uh to tout matthew nice the uh, the young man from phoenix arizona who is putting on a maroon and gold of minnesota uh yeah okay how you doing (laughs) uh yeah we and, love and Minnesota. I, I, I saw the Instagram uh, part of it. It's about two and a half minutes long or something like that. And, right. uh, you know, Josh Dorn was on with us last week, and he told us that uh, Matthew's a big boy. Um, Brendan Shaw told me Matthew's a big boy. Steve Potvin told me Matthew's a big boy. When he you is. look at this kid's neck, it is the neck of a linebacker. Does he have a neck? Well, what is what what's called his neck area is okay. the size of a linebacker in the NFL. I kid you not. He is strong, he is fast, and he is talented. And Minnesota's got one heck of a player, and we also will find out where he gets drafted uh, in the very near future because Friday and Saturday the drafts are going to be announced, the draft picks are going to be announced for the NHL, and he is certainly going to go up there somewhere. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't expect him to be picked in the first round but he'll have his name called on saturday and it was somewhere in the two to five range i would imagine I well mean, the latest projection i had has him either very late first round or early second round uh, i have him uh, inside of pick number 37 the last that i heard today. I, well he is so the uh, that's a possibility he is the 37 ranked north american skater I mean, I, yeah. you know. But then again, there's a lot of Europeans and Canadians in there. That oh, are, no, no, no. This is just North Americans. Oh, North America, not including uh, the Europeans. I'm sorry. Correct. 
So there's a lot of European players as well that are up there. But um, yeah, I heard uh, I heard recently that he could be a tail end of the uh, the first round or the uh, early part of the second round. So we'll see. I um, mean, listen, it all depends on what your what your team needs and 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 what your team's style is. Um, these are just you know mathematical rankings. They're just to kind of give you an idea. Um. Yeah, I mean, you got to rank them somehow, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to rank them somehow. I mean, um, and how everybody does that really is obviously uh, an individual organization thing. And the thing about those kind of rankings are they don't take the player's position into account. Exactly, and it, and and they're not sure um, what team is looking for what position. And we know right. that uh, that Matthew is a very talented forward. I believe a left wing. He's so, left wing, uh, right? Yeah. So you know, now, somebody if looking you, for a good left now, wing, there he is. Right. Um, centers and defensemen tend to go early in the first round. The top ranked. Yep. In, absolutely. On whatever board you're on, the centers and the defensemen tend to go early. Can we just say Owen Power is going to probably be number one? Yeah, we've been saying that for about a year. <laughs> yeah, I think he's the consensus number one overall pick. And for the most part, the prognosticators, whoever they are, uh, seem to be of the thought process that Seattle, in the two spot in the draft, will be taking his teammate, um, Matty Beneers. Not a bad second, not, not a bad, uh, well, no, I consolation mean, prize. No, no, I and, and I mean, it's you know, it, it is entirely possible that Michigan players go one, two, three, you know, three players from Michigan go in the first 10 picks. Yeah, well, we saw that, uh, in the NCAA uh, hockey season last year that where ASU played. Uh, solely in the Big Ten, and I'm sure Pat will have some comments on that as well. But that that group, um, man, oh man, it, it's it's hard to believe that they were eliminated the way they were from from the national tournament hunt uh, without even getting a chance to play. Listen, um, it is what it is, right? Um, it is unfortunate. It is a very tough break, and I'm not going to sit here and and say that uh, you know that something could have been done about it. It is what it is. You feel bad for all those teams that got their chances taken away from them for various. I mean, one reason, but various ways. Yeah, various forms of the pandemic. So, yeah, and, and the way things look now, Paul, it's kind of scary right now because the talk is that this new variant is is starting to raise its ugly head again. And God forbid if it comes back anywhere near what it was, um, man, it, it's going to be awful. So let's just keep our fingers crossed. Let's hope that uh, we get this thing under control so it doesn't come back. Uh, moving on to more positive things, anything new in the world of college hockey before we uh, get to Pat? Well, there are some interesting things um, that are hockey-related. And, um, you know, there's been the various administrative things and so forth and so on. Um, I did, and I don't know if you and Rob had a chance to talk about this yesterday, but the Florida Panthers are looking at using some of the local college athletes. And let's face it, um, the the Panthers are in a much different situation than Tampa Bay Lightning um, to uh, use them as a promotion, you know, as far as using NILs are concerned. That is interesting. No, we did not talk about that because I don't know if either one of us knew that that was well, out there, but... That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, the story I did see said, uh, you know, of course, they're not worried about it at the, at, 
because there's no D1 programs in the state of Florida. Uh, they're not worried about that sort of thing. But I thought that was interesting. Uh, we're, we're, we, this is a whole new world uh, in terms of these <laughs> is NILs. It ever, is okay. it ever? And uh, not focusing on the places where, like, I mean, I, I I don't know, maybe you do because you have more contacts and ties back there than I, than I ever have, which is zero. Um, you know, are there any players on the North Dakota hockey team that signed, you know, that, that signed any deals? I have not heard, but uh, that's Gophers. worth looking into uh, yeah, uh, Badgers. Uh, yeah, Minnesota Duluth, yeah. two-time defending champions before last year. Yeah, we know. You make sure we you make sure we know that on a regular basis. <laughs> Just checking. I want to make sure everybody knew that. But prior to UMass winning, the previous two tournaments were won by the Bulldogs. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, you know this is, you know the, the 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 these things in terms of the college hockey world are more likely to be very much more localized. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Then, um, the the, the a, a football or a basketball player. So, yeah. okay. So, so one thing I wanted to bring up, and maybe we'll get to it if we get time after Pat too. But oh, and by uh, the way, just because you like to harp on this all the time, um, and, and I'll bring it up because, well, it's what I do. Um, <laughs> okay. there are many teams because you are the schedule lamenter. There are many teams that have not put out any of their schedule yet. Yeah, why is that, Paul? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. I, I was thinking that they all might be waiting around to see if the, some certain program that starts with RM might be reinstated. Maybe. Maybe. But say, for example, I don't think the Big Ten has put out its conference schedule yet either. Well, that's why we have Mr. Michelettia. We can ask him what he knows about that uh, in well, a little can. bit. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, yeah. you, know, you were getting on some schools' cases for not putting it out. I was getting on everybody's just, cases, not just some schools. Everybody, well, everybody that hasn't put one out. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, because that's what I do. <laughs> you know, well, because you know, as you go gallivanting across I, the country, I want to plan my schedule. Is that too much to ask? To yes. just plan a schedule? Isn't that <laughs> okay. obvious? The answer is yes. Yeah, and and we're not going to have time now because we got into this topic. But uh, I do want to mention that the uh, the academic awards came out, uh, and and some yeah. great some great news from Arizona State, Denver, Colorado College, all over. They came out. One other thing that we need to talk to Pat about is our good friend jo uh, Grant Crookshank um, was one of the featured new Gophers this week. And uh, uh, it had to be heartbreaking for, for Colorado College to lose uh, Grant because he was their heart and soul. And to lose them like that was had to be really tough. But um, So anyway, we'll get to that too because uh, it's going to seem real strange. I saw the, the, the photo of him today, and it was uh, still in his Colorado College uniform, which was odd. But I know that happens sometimes. They haven't got those well, taken happening. or whatever. But. It's happening more and more in, in, in all college sports now because of the free transfer rule. And then you throw on top of it, everything else. So yeah, the portal, uh, <laughs> well, the portal and the pandemic pushing everybody back and so forth and so on. So, I mean, this is not, you know, this is not, uh, this is going to be continued territory. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, let's take a quick break. Let's see if we can connect with Pat, and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more college hockey. And we'll uh, talk a little bit about the NHL draft, too, because this is NHL Draft Week at ITHSW Podcast, College Hockey Southwest Weekly, right now. And we'll take a quick I'll be right back. 
Hi, everybody. This is Jay from OxyPal. You probably know our products for being used on your gear to eliminate the odor and bacteria from your sports gear and, and your gym and all that stuff. Um, in, in light of current events, uh, we have uh, switched up and added a new product to our production line. It's called our Have a Nice Day Hand Sanitizer. Exclusively uh, for use on your whereas our other for use on your fabrics and, and, and gear. Uh, this product is available here at it's available on our website at www.oxypow.com and you can pick it up or we can ship it to you anywhere in the United States. Thrilled to have you with us. The top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play. Every hit, every goal on TV. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season. Leading up, face off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on NHC.TV. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything. My hand locked in. Listening to College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Right. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Try to connect with uh, Pat. I just got a message from him. He is hoping that we will send him a link. So my, I forgot to uh, to uh, speak out to him. So we'll connect with Pat here in just a minute. Uh, Paul, if you have anything to, uh, to start talking about, why don't you do that while I try to connect with Pat? Well, uh, yeah, as uh, we talked about uh the NHL draft coming up, the expansion draft, the schedule supposed to come out uh, between the expansion draft and the, the 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 amateur draft, and there might be or there probably will be two versions of the schedule: one including an Olympic break and one not including the Olympic break. So, I mean, that will be craziness in and of itself. Um. There are a lot of people that are not happy that they're going to take an Olympic break, um, but it's something that the players want. So it is, it's, you know, if they can work it out with the IOC, it's going to happen. Um, it obviously comes down to uh, the NHL teams getting insurance or the IOC actually is how much the, the IOC is going to pay for uh out of for the insurance uh i i think that's a shared cost and it's a matter of how much each side agrees to pay um you know so it, this is going to be an incredibly insane week and then right after the draft is the start of free agency in the nhl and you know the first two days are always pretty busy with that and then you're going to turn around and, 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 and all of a sudden training camps for both the NHL and colleges are going to start. Um, and this is a, a really unique offseason because of the delayed start in the NHL. And so everything is blending together. And it, it is a, a week like you have not seen or probably will never see again. Uh, you'll see more expansion, I'm assuming, at some point, but you won't see it condensed like this because the yeah. season won't have just ended. So, Yeah, very, very good point. I think we'll get Pat on here in just a minute. Uh, we sent we sent him a couple connections, so we'll connect. Uh, I did want to mention, uh, Paul, I don't know if you saw the uh, academic awards, but uh, the captain of the Sun Devils, Johnny Walker, again, on the uh, all, all-academic team. People talk about Johnny and his skills on the ice and all that, but – 
he's a grade A student as well. Well, uh, you know, he, you know, he tries to lead by example. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's not exactly the quiet type of leader. Uh, I, I think um, you, you see a dynamic where uh, Jacob Wilson is, is kind of the quiet, like uh, take a guy to the side type of, 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 of leader. And Johnny is definitely a vocal, um, much more effervescent personality in terms of his leadership skills. Yeah, without and a doubt. He's just a natural leader. Now, we also know that Coach Powers really likes to, uh, to have his academics uh, recognized, and he expects a lot from his players, uh, both on and off the ice. And so it's no surprise to see them have, what, six players or whatever it was on that list. And I know Colorado College, we know the academic strength there in Denver as well. So uh, congratulations to all those that made the, uh, the all-academic uh, team um, basically everybody that was on there with the qualifying academic score got in. So that's the way to do it. Um, I think we have Pat on. So without further so. ado, let's, uh, you got me, uh, we got you, Pat. Yes, I'm oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I should have made sure that was sent to you. That is my bad. I'm I, sorry. I, I was like, I'm, I'm like, did they, <laughs> did they blow me off or what? Oh, well. <laughs> Hi guys. How are you? Uh, we're, we're, we're doing good, well, Pat. Pat. How about yourself? Good. It's been too long. And I, you know what? I owe um, all of you <clears throat> a sincere apology for Four. having to turn you down um, <laughs> the last time you offered to have me on. Pat, so, <laughs> Pat, I, a few things I apologize. On, like playoffs and, ah, and college hockey and everything. So that that's no worries whatsoever. We love having you on. I, this is uh, what we're calling our mm. NHL draft week. So we're doing six podcasts and seven nights. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Wow. And we, we wanted to have you on for a number of reasons. You fit the college mold, obviously, and you fit the NHL mold, obviously. But uh, before we jump into uh, the NHL part of things, yep. um, I saw a preview today on Instagram about uh, the new Gophers coming on, and there was a Phoenix kid, yes. Matthew yes. that was uh, on. And I, I quoted, uh, or I told Paul that when I saw the Instagram picture of him, uh, I've talked to like five different people. We had Josh Doan on the show the other day, and um, when I was talking to him, he said, Matthew's a big boy. Steve yeah. Potvin, Matthew's a big mm -hmm. boy. Uh, Brendan Chaw, Matthew's a big boy. But when I saw that picture today, that neck is a linebacker neck. Yeah, and uh, he's supposed to be a good one. You know, his brother played at Miami, um, and yeah. I believe he's a graduate transfer. I don't know where he ended up going. I thought, I thought at one time that, you know, potentially he would come here with his brother. But um, – but yeah, they, you know, I know Bob's really excited uh, about the class that he has coming in. You know, and Pat, I saw right off the get go, they asked him, why did you choose Minnesota? And he went right to Bob. He said, Oh, I thought he said, I thought he said because of me, but all right. Yeah. I uh, thought he said that you too. Know, you could have lied. You could have lied. <laughs> no, but, he, he went right to the coaching staff and he said, yeah. that, that's the reason why they, they cared about me. They, they wanted me to be here and, and I fell in love with the place when I got there. Sounds well, like a Pat Micheletti story. Yeah. You know, that, that's, uh, you know, one thing about Bob, um, he's very passionate. Uh, he means what he says and, uh, you know, there's no BS behind it. And, uh, you know, he's going to get every opportunity to, to jump right in that lineup, uh, which is a which is a pretty formidable lineup uh, coming back. So, um, you know, I, I think he's going to be a, a, a great addition to, to the Gopher family. Pat, do you think I mean, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway to let you voice it um, with. Guys getting extra years. Yes. Is this going to be a, a year where you see more talent in the college game, uh, which you see every year anyway, but this is like even more exponentially uh, increased because every so many kids are staying? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I listen, it, it was such an odd year last year. And, uh, and then given the kids, which I, I agree with, giving them the opportunity uh, to come back another year. Uh, listen. I, I think every kid should, should stay as long as they can. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I mean, look at the three Michigan kids that are going to oh. get picked in, in the first round or, you know, in the first 10 picks. 
um, you know, I, I believe all three will come back and, and they should. Um, and so, but no, I, I think, it, I think it's going to be a, a great year for college hockey. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, with the, with the number of kids coming back with, uh, you know, guys, some guys switching, t- switching teams. Um, I, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a great year. Pat, when we talk about that, obviously the, the downside of that is that extra year took some spots away from some guys that were planning on coming in to the NCAA ranks uh, this season. Um, what about those guys, the juniors that maybe yeah. are aging out, things like that? Well, that's okay. You know, I mean, I, I think it's okay because, listen, um, you know, uh, playing another year junior, yeah, does it affect some of the guys who are out of options? Well, if they're out of options uh, – Kind of tells me that um, that you know maybe they're not ready and maybe they're not ready to play um, and and they you know they got lucky and they were going to go to a school that needed to to, to fill some holes so um, you know I I think uh, I think everything will be you know just fine with with everybody. Great point on that. Let me with the within players that are coming back and the talent and hopefully, and I say this with air quotes, we have a normal season again. Um, What's it going to look like where you're at at Minnesota and with Wisconsin and Michigan and Penn state and Ohio state, how good is the big 10 going to be in your. Well, you know, I, I, um, you know, Wisconsin's got to reload a little bit. So, you know, they, they probably won't be the same team. I mean, you you lose um, the Hobie Baker winner, and uh, and then the kid that went is signed with Edmonton. Um, you know that that's two big holes to fill. Um, I think Michigan's going to be really good. Um, you know, they they may have some question marks uh, in in their net, uh, but that 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 may, that may all be for not with all the guys that they have coming back. I think uh, you know Penn State is Penn State. They play hard every night. Um, their pain and the, you know, what to play against. Um, they take a lot of shots. They score a lot of goals. Um, you know, how are their younger kids going to develop, uh, this season? So, you know, I think they'll be fine from what I understand. Uh, Ohio state, um, has got a great recruiting class in and, and let's not forget it does take time for, for guys to get acclimated to the league and, and new surroundings. And, um, but, I, but I think they're going to be fine. Um, you know, there's, there's no question about that. And, but, you know, right, <clears throat> right now, you know, I think uh, Minnesota and Michigan are be, you know, going to be one and two, they might be one and two going into the country, uh, let alone the big 10. So uh, it'll be quite the race. Hat, uh, as long as we're cross uh, crossing bridges here, back and forth. Um, you talked about Wisconsin losing Cole Caulfield. Yep. Um, how did he fall to 15 in the draft? Well, I, you know, I, I, I listen. Uh, <laughs> and I make the Mike Boston parallels, and rightly, but you know, I, I listen. Uh, would you have taken him? Where, where, where would you have taken him? You know, with the guys that were picked ahead of him, where would you have taken him? You well, know, that's I'm just that's the question, right? I, now, well, listen, yeah, but, and, and, but but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay, um, you know, he this he still has a lot to prove. He's a he's a hell of right. a player. There's no question about it. Um, and he and he went on a nice run, and it it worked out. But you know, I don't want to be the judge and jury saying, "Oh my God, how could you have not taken him eight, nine? seven, whatever, you know, um, we, we have to see how the rest of the class ends up panning out in my opinion. Uh, and I only ask that because in, 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 a, in an NHL world that struggles for goal scoring. Yep. Listen, I'm not saying he should have went number one, right? but I'm just surprised that a guy with his Goal scoring, natural goal scoring ability, and 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 some guy and some guys, you either have it or you don't. Uh, how does he last to fifteen? Well, I, I you know I I think uh, I think a lot of people got shied away by his size. Um, okay. You know I I I really do, and I and I think they right. look at it and they say, okay, college a little bit different. You know he's he's a better player than a lot of the guys out there. 
Um, the guys aren't as big. The guys aren't as strong. Um, there's less room. Uh, it's a more, more controlled environment in the National Hockey League. Um, and so, you know, how's he going to do in the corners? Uh, you know, how's he going to, is he going to be able to adjust this game? I think that was part of the, the, the thinking going into to where he landed, uh, quite frankly. And, you know, uh, Montreal was there at 15 and, uh, and, you know, thought enough of them uh, that, that that was the spot to take them. Well, that's a great transition into the NHL side of things. And before we even get into this expansion draft and the amateur draft, uh, yep. I got to ask you um, your thoughts on, on the two mainstays for the wild uh, being bought out essentially. Yep. Good or bad? Uh, I think it was the right move um, uh, for the right reasons. Uh, you know, there's, there's um, the potential problem of uh, uh, them retiring in the next four years, uh, which would cost them dearly. Um, I don't think there was a market to trade them. I don't think anyone would have taken their, their contracts. And, and, and I, I also believe that when Bill Guerin is looking at his team, um, he is saying, am I going to win the Stanley Cup in the next two years? And the answer to that is probably no. Um, he's going to have Boldy coming in. He's going to have Rossi coming in. And it's going to take them some time um, uh, to gain confidence, get acclimated, become a pro, learn how to play in the National Hockey League. And, and that's going to take time. And so um, I think what they thought was, well, if we buy them out now, yeah, we're going to get hit in two years, you know, in, in years two and three of this deal. But, you know, also take the gamble that, guess what? The cap might, might go up in that time and, you know, the hit won't be as, as significant. So, um, you know, I think that had a lot to do with it. I think, uh, you know, for Zach Parisi, um, he still believes he's a top six player. And, um, you know, that's an issue uh, because in reality, he's not, guys. Let's face it. Um, there's not a team in the National Hockey League that is going to sign him and say, you are going to be in our top six. So I think for Zach, uh, you know, the, the, the best route he could take is to reinvent himself, get to the point in his head where he understands that father time catches up with everybody. He can still play a role. He can still be effective, but it's not going to be 18 to 20 minutes a night. It's not going to be every power play. It's not going to be a lot of penalty kill but he can contribute and he's got to accept that or else I think it's going to be, you know, a little, a little difficult um, for him to find a job. Uh, Ryan, on the other hand, listen, he's in the driver's seat now. Um, you know, he, he can still play top four minutes uh, and, you know, he, and, and, and he, and he gets the opportunity to, to enter the free agency market again. And, and, uh, um, and, you know, for him, he's got to decide, okay, am I um, going to take more money or am I going to take less money and go to one of five teams that legitimately have a shot at winning the cup? Yeah. You know, I was going to ask you that question well, uh, and you answered it very well, but um, my thought on that too is uh, they came in as a package deal. They kind of left yep. as a package deal. Is that kind of the way that, that you thought this might end? Uh, no, not quite frankly. I, I didn't, I, I, you know, uh, in my heart of hearts, I knew Zach was gone. Um, I didn't see there being a, a way to hammer out something where both sides are happy. Um, and so from that perspective, I thought he was gone. I, I was a little surprised at Ryan, um, you know, because he, he hasn't slowed down, um, you know. But listen, um, I think ultimately Billy Karen just said, you know what? Here's here's the direction I want to go, and uh, uh, let's do it now. So he's um, took a lot took a lot of guts, and but but I but I will tell you this, you know, he just didn't do it on a whim. Um, he had to have a plan in place uh, and go to uh, Craig Leopold and say, "Here's why. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what we're gonna do." And you know, here are the guys that we're trying to pursue. And listen, it was well thought out, and um, you know, I I think. Uh, you know, and, and, and obviously Craig Leopold brought in, uh, bought into it. 
Uh, I was going to say, Billy Guerin has not been passive no. in his tenure as general manager of the Minnesota Wild. Well, here's the deal. You know, I mean, he's won how many cups, right? And he's right. been part of how, how many cups. He knows what it takes uh, sure. in, the, in the character and the player and the attitude and what he wants to see out of his team. And he's got Mike Madano around him who's won a cup. He's got, uh, he's got Ray Shero now uh, uh, involved in the organization. Um, so he's got some, some really intelligent people um, that are helping him make these decisions. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I think they know what they're doing. I, I really believe that. Well, okay, it, so- it, does Kiprasov get settled? <laughs> uh, Kaprizov? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I do. I mean, there's reports here and there and blah, blah, blah. Right, I don't believe any of that garbage. Either, either do I, because you know why? Um, I'll tell you why. Um, he's driven. Um, he wants to be the best player in the world. And he can't be the best player in the world playing in, in the KHL. Um, and that the only, op- the only option for him is to go back to the KHL. And, and after having um, a taste of the NHL and what it's like and – and how good he can be, um, you know. Ultimately, it's all gamesmanship right now. You cannot blame him or his agent for wa- wanting a shorter-term contract. Um, listen, money is not the issue. Minnesota will pay him um, what he deserves, and and that's that's not the deal. It, it really comes down to term. And so, ultimately, um, at some point in time, they're going to settle on a on a on, on the number of years, and uh, I think he'll be back. Okay, so let's talk expansion draft. Uh, Seattle yep. coming in tomorrow. We're going to know uh, who they have selected. But before we get to that, um, surprised that Dave Hackstall being named the head coach there? Well, yeah. I was. I, I, you can say it. You can say yes or no. Well, I, I, I am. I am a little bit, but I'm also, I'm also really happy that you know I, I don't consider him a recycled coach yet. He's only had one job. Um, right. You know, if you're looking at Boost Boudreaux, if you're looking at, uh, you know, I mean, th- there's what, eight or nine names that have uh, that, that were in the mix for it that have worked coached at three or four different places. So right. I, I give Ron Francis a lot of credit for for, uh, you know, making the hire that he did. And, and you know, I, I think uh, I think Dave learned a lot um, in his first go round with the, with the Flyers. And so. Um, I think it's, I, I, you know, I think it's a good, good hire. Dave's a good guy. He's a good man. He, uh, he works extremely hard uh, at his craft. And so, um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm really happy for him. I'll say this. I, uh, I think he got caught by his teams being uh, considered better than they were. I, I don't think oh, yeah. the teams were that good. But everybody was like, oh, this is the year the Flyers. Every year it was the Flyers going to do this now. The Flyers are going to do this now. And the Flyers are going to do that now. And I'm like, yeah, wow. Well, yeah, well, they, they, they never got him any goaltending. Um, no. and, and his D was always, uh, uh, you know, on, on, the, on the bottom half of the league. And yeah. so you, you, you're just not going to win games in the National Hockey League with that. If you don't have a good goaltender, you know, first you're cooked. Uh, if you don't have, um, you know, four good defensemen, you're cooked. And guess what? He didn't have them. No, he didn't. So uh, I agree with you that uh, I would not consider him a recycled coach either. Right, right. Okay, so so now we're talking about a lineup here. And um, I think one thing we know is going to be true, Pat. The, uh, the, the Kraken are always going to be compared to Vegas just because of the proximity, the way they came in as expansion yep. teams. But um, them being tied together – what can Seattle do in in drafting a roster, if you will, uh, to try to even stay close to what Vegas did in their first year? Oh boy, um, you know, there's a lot of good players available that we know. All right, and there's a lot of big names available that we know, but there's a lot of big contracts um, that are available that we know. Okay, and so if you've noticed what has happened that's different from Vegas is that instead of every team just dealing with Vegas, well, they thought, you know what? Uh, If I'm going to lose a guy, let's lose him and get something back for him instead of having to give up more assets 
to get rid, you know, to, to let him get taken away from us or to protect another guy. So, you know, case in point, uh, you know, Graves, he would have been available to, to Seattle and they would have taken him. But guess what? Colorado uh, traded him to New Jersey, right? And yep. and so I think there was a little more uh, in-league stuff happening than what happened when Vegas came in. Um, and, and George McPhee and his staff did a, a, a just, a you know, obviously a, a marvelous job. That being said, um, you know, there, there's a lot of good players uh, to choose from uh, in this uh, in this expansion draft. And, you know, if you were to ask me, you know, who are you going to take? Who are you going to lose? You know, what we what we know is what we don't know. And we don't know, A, what type of team do they want to build, right? Um, do you take a Yanni Gord? Do you take a Kalorn? Do you take a Tyler Johnson, right? All three different type of players. And, uh, you know, uh, do, are, are we going to be more of a defensive type team, you know, where we want to shut teams down? Uh, do we want to be up-tempo like Vegas was and get uh, speed and skill and youth and, you know, all of that? Um, so, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm, you know, it, or, or it could be a mixture, right? Um, here's, here's the deal. I think they're going to put lump guys into, you know, um, you know, a couple different baskets, you know, guys that they really want to get, get them. And then there's going to be another bunch of guys. And those guys are going to be the high price guys, the Tarasenko's, the, the PK Subans, the Matt Duchesne's the Ryan Johansons of the world, all those guys making about $8 million. I, you know, I, I think, um, I think they're going to be stuck having to take one of those guys because they've got to reach the cap limit too, right? The cap floor. And so, you know, I, I, you know, whether they get them and flip them or whatever the case may be, you know, they've got to watch their dollars and they've got to make sure that, you know, they're getting the players they want. So I, I, I think it's going to be a, you know, really, really fascinating uh, tomorrow. Well, and the pressure will always be on them even because of Vegas. Yeah. Uh, but, they're, but they're helped out, I think, by the fact that the three California teams are still rebuilding. Yeah. And no I doubt. think, and I think that when, the, when, when their roster is set or at least goes into training camp, that they will probably be, uh, uh, considered a better team than those three teams, and Calgary and Edmonton, uh, with you know uh, th- those teams have weaknesses. Yep. So so I I, I it's I don't think right off the bat, it's, regardless that they're not they're going to be out of a playoff run. Um, I think you're hundred percent correct. I I would give them a great chance. Um. Uh, to make the playoffs. You know, I think Anaheim, like you said, you know, they are, they are rebuilding. Now I think LA might be a little bit closer. Um, I think they want to add a few veterans. Uh, you know, they've already added Arvidsson, right? right. Um, you know, they're, they're looking to add, um, they're trying to get a centerman. Um, so, uh, you know, potentially LA may be okay, but, but, but that, that being said, right. That being said, um, you're going to have a pretty experienced team, right off the hopper uh, with, with Seattle. So uh, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if uh, you know, they're right in the mix all year. Okay. So I want to ask you this on the NHL scene before we start talking about the amateur draft here uh, quickly, but um, the Arizona Coyotes, I don't know how much you've watched what's going on down here, uh, Pat, but uh, they've had nothing but problems for, yep. for a while now. It's, <laughs> they had no it's, draft it's, picks. Nope. <laughs> No, they, they brought in Bill Armstrong. Um, again, it's the same thing. We're taking bad contracts to get picks. Um, and you can have a you. bunch of picks, but you know as well as all of us that uh, you can have a number of picks, but it's who you pick and how they pan out that makes the difference. So your two, thoughts on, on what Bill Armstrong has to, in his hands? Well, two years ago, I had them go into the playoffs. I think they did make the playoffs or uh, whatever, right? Yeah, or the they, bubble they year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, Listen, um, the organization's been in chaos. Um, they've had too many general managers. They've had too many coaches. They've had too much, uh, too much going on, right? And uh, they need stability. They need to say, whew, you know, stop. Here's our group. Here's what we're going with. And, you know, I think, I think Armstrong, you know, might be the guy to lead them there if they, you know, have the resources to do it. But, 
you know, I, I, I don't know, understand why Tocket left. I, you know, I, I, I really don't, um, uh, you know, can I answer that he, one for you? Yeah, yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, please they, do. they, he, he loved it here and he wanted to stay here, but it was resources. They, they wouldn't give him what he wanted. Uh, I'll yeah. give you an example right now, Pat. Um, Connor Garland is a fan favorite down here. Uh, yep. Coming off, getting, going to get his first NHL real contract. They haven't had a conversation with him about a contract since May. Yeah, they're, they're going to lose him. him. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now, yep. now you're losing not only a pretty good player, but you're losing a guy that was a fan favorite. So you're yep. trying to build this thing. How can you continually build it when you keep losing quality people? No, you know, right now, I mean, um, when you think of the Coyotes, who do you think of? Um, Shane Doan, right? Yeah, wearing no, a suit I mean, now no, in management. I, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, there's no stability. You know, Ekman Larson, they might they might have to move. Um, you know, and that would be that would be uh, really tough for the organization. Uh, you know, Chikrin is going to be a star, but you know, how long are they going to be able to keep him? So, you know, uh, they either need an influx of money, a new building, a new life, um, and and some. That's stability. the trifecta right there. They need all and, three. And, and, yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, stability, right? Uh, keep a coach for a while. Keep a GM for a while. Um, and you know, build your base and, and, uh, and, and, you know, they were close and then they let it slip. I, I, you know, I can't figure it out. All right. I want to bring it back to the college game. If you yep. guys don't mind, nope. uh, Scott, I mean, um, this is, uh, going to be, uh, the debut season for St. Thomas. What's yes. the word on the street about what's going on over there? It's going to be a gold mine. Uh, they've got the money behind them. Uh, they've got a, uh, uh, alumni that has deep pockets. Um, you know, uh, listen, the, you know, the first year, you know, you're, you obviously can't expect much, but once they get a new building, um, which will be in St. Paul, uh, and it'll be state of the art. And, um, it's a, it's, you know, they'll be recruiting the best players, uh, around, um, and you know, it, it's, uh, it's a great opportunity, another great opportunity for kids, uh, to play at a, at a high level and, and they're, they're going to be, they're going to be good. I mean, there's, there, it's, uh, it's got everything that says you will succeed on it. And, uh, so it, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to have them, uh, in division one hockey. Okay. So how about Augustana when they come on board? I'd love to see it. You know, I'd, I'd love to see it. I tell you one thing, I do not like what's going on um, in college hockey with some of these schools. They're, you know, the people in Huntsville have worked so hard, um, you know, to keep their, their team afloat. Now they're out, uh, which is really sad to see. Here we're trying to grow the game and, and we don't have people to help out. That, that really disgusts me. Um, you know, I, I look at, I look at uh, Robert Morris, the same thing. Um, but we got to do whatever we can to help the Augustanas out, to help the Lindenwoods out, um, to get Robert Lindenwood? Morris back, Lindenwood, right? They're yeah. they're going. I don't know yeah. anything about that. Yes, yeah, they they're, are. Yeah, they're 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 going to they're going D one, right? Um, yes, yes you know? they are. Okay, and 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 and, uh, and, and we got to do everything we can to help them. Um, so, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, we're a small community in the hockey world here, especially college hockey. With, with what, 60 teams? And, uh, you know, we don't know. We, we, it changes every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it does, right? And uh, we got to grow it. And uh, so, um, you know, hopefully uh, all good things for those teams. Pat, I, I think it's Iron Range thinking because when we had uh, um, Coach Saratori on the, uh, about a month ago, I guess now, uh, he said he doesn't understand why college hockey doesn't um, bond together. And, and just make everybody better. He said the same thing you said, 60-plus teams here or there. Why are we not all trying to help each other out? Well, um, you know, Greg Powers is trying to help each other out. He He's going to Alaska. He's come, bringing Alaska down here. Yep. He's taking on an exhibition series with Lindenwood. Uh, he's going to have LIU come out. Um, so it's it's kind of one of those things. But I'll answer it, that. I'll yeah, answer what's it going to take? It's ego and fear. Ego and fear. You know, good answer. You know, all I do is care about me 
and oh yeah, I care about you, but no, really, I don't. And and fear that you're going to be better better than us and beat us, and uh, and that's that's really too bad. Um, you know what? It, it uh, <laughs> people don't understand how good it could be if everyone uh, chipped in a little bit here, chipped in a little bit there, and uh, and, and made sure everyone's healthy and everyone's good. And uh, you know, it just uh, it makes for better hockey, and it, and uh, you know, but but that's that's just the reality of it but pat didn't it used to be that way oh i think so yeah yeah i i yeah i i, I really do hey um you know i remember back when i played okay we had a interlocking he- uh, schedule with hockey east you know how much um that brought to college hockey uh when, when we went out and played at boston college there people wanted to come and watch minnesota play boston college in boston college when boston college came here uh, everyone wanted to come and watch Boston College because it was only twice a year, right? And, and maybe it was every other year. But the point being, it, it created excitement. It created a buzz. There was a buzz in the East. There was a buzz in the West. Who's better? Who's got the better conference? Who's beating who? Who are the best players? Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at that uh, Leach kid from Boston College and, you know, whatever. Um, and, but, but that's what you generate when you know when when everyone works together and 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 it's too easy because you know when when and and i and and once again it's it's i'm new to this certainly much newer than you guys uh are to the college game um and 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 i see every once in a while that people point fingers well it's penn state's fault because they made the big 10 become the big 10 and blah 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 no that shouldn't matter no hey here's the deal you know um, instead of blaming, find a solution, right? Hey, I, like I've told you, I've got a solution for the teams out West right now. You know, where's Arizona state? What league are they in again next year? They're yeah. not in a league. It's independent. Wait, wait, what, 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 what league again? Oh, they're not, definitely oh, they're not in a league. They're not in a league. How long have they been playing division one hockey? I think this is year six, right? Yes, it year, is. It years, uh, yeah. All right. I mean, how about shame on us for not having them in a conference, right? You know, huh? Listen, I you're 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 arguing with the wrong one. The, you know, you're asking the wrong one because we know so, at one point the so NCHC now, said no. Yeah, so now we have a team in in, in Alabama Huntsville that doesn't have a league that that's out of hockey. All right, um, you've got uh, you've got Air Force Academy who's in Colorado, right? And they yep. have to play out east, right? They play Mercyhurst. Exactly. They play yep. right. Oh boy, how tough would it be to get the Alaska teams, uh, get them healthy, have Arizona, have Air Force? You know, you've got you've got teams out there. You know, if you have to move it around, you play with the maps a little bit and say, "Hey, here's here's where you're going to be, people." And and uh, but nope, the the commissioners have uh, too big of an ego because they, you know, and the Big Ten is too big of an ego. And, and, and sure enough, guess what? Teams get squashed. Yeah, I, I, I just don't understand it. Nope. Uh, you know, it, it, I know that at least we, we know of at least two teams probably applied to be in Atlantic hockey, and they said no. Yeah, it's a joke. I, it's an I, I don't know. It's a joke. And one of them's in their map. And, and, and guess what? Um, too many people are afraid to speak their mind about it. And it's uh, and it's not right. It's not right for college hockey. Okay, I want to I want to end it. We aren't though, are we? We <laughs> no, are no, no, I listen. I I love this. This is, you know, uh, you know, I, I I understand that 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 this is a business and there's money involved. But don't you make more money if you have more teams? Yeah, you certainly do. You know, yeah. and 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 uh, you know, I mean, listen, <laughs> you know, you got six Minnesota teams. Right now in Division One hockey, yeah, and uh, they're all in different leagues. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's boy, insane. that makes sense, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, Pat, all right. Uh, how many? How many the... Michigan teams? <laughs> you, got, you got how many Michigan teams? Yeah. What eight? Eight? Yeah, something like that. They're all yeah, in different you... leagues, boy. Yes. You know what? And guess what? You talk to the individual coaches, and they say, "Guess what? We draw. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll use Western Michigan. We draw better when Michigan State comes." More so than uh, North Dakota or or UMD or whoever. Well, why? Because the rivalry has been built up for years. Yes, and, we like that. And and but now we can't. I know. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. Whatever. So, so my final, my final one for you, Pat, is yes. Uh, you brought it up six. Now uh, you guys got me fired up, darn it! <laughs> yes, this is what we like. This, this is what we want. It's six. listen. Somebody else got to do it once in a while, besides well, me. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So six D one schools in the state of Minnesota. Uh, Two part question for you. Uh, yep. The first one is: When Pat McLeary was growing up in Hibby, Minnesota, did you think you'd ever see the day when there were six NCAA Division One hockey schools within the state of hockey no number one nope okay number two is how will the success be i know st thomas is uh wanting to play and maybe has scheduled every team in the state everybody wants to play everybody like you said they're not in the same conference so that's a a handful of of working things but how how's it all going to turn out a year or two down the road stronger everybody's stronger stays the same gets weaker gets oh i think oh i think uh, I hey listen, you know, and 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 you know, and Bob didn't chuckle when I when I told him this. I said, hey, you know what? You're gonna have some recruiting battles, and you know, at, at first, yeah, yeah you didn't think that was funny. I bet I don't know, you know, but 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 he is, you know, because again, once they build their arena, um, you look at the success that UMD has had. Uh, you look at St. Cloud. You look at what Mike Hastings has done. And, and, oh, little old Bemidji State, they just keep plugging along and, and make the NCAA almost every year. So um, I think it's only going to get better and more competitive. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I listen, I, I think the next decade is going to be uh, terrific in the state for, for college hockey. Yeah, I couldn't say it better myself. I I think you're 100% correct. I'm looking forward to seeing all of those teams get better and better. Thanks for spending some time with us. I think we could have got well, another hour. Um, yeah, and, and let me tell you something, guys. I, I truly do apologize because I always love coming on with you guys. And I, I actually, I was surprised you asked me back. Because, <laughs> Don't sweat it. Because I get surprised I, when he because, gets asked me back every week too. Because <laughs> because I you know I, I couldn't make it the last time, so I truly apologize. And we'll come on anytime you need me. Ne- never a problem. And like I said, we'll want to have you on after the draft and certainly before the uh, the college season gets started because uh, we have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of cross things going on now with, with Arizona moving into the Central, uh, the Coyotes, and then, of course, with uh, Arizona State and their players and then the Arizona players that are born and raised here and have grown yeah, up. We're getting now, all, yeah, we're getting all – Yeah, Minnesota's getting all Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's great stuff. A lot to talk about. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. All right, Pat. Enjoy both the drafts, okay? Yep. All right. Bye-bye. All right, folks. That was uh, Pat Micheletti, the uh, the voice of uh, Gopher Hockey, the voice of Wild Hockey, uh, Westwood One, you name it. Uh, Pat's pretty much done it. Yeah, absolutely. Just the voice of hockey. Okay. Let's take one quick break, and then let's jump back in and, uh, and wrap it up, okay? You got it. If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Ask any hockey player in the desert Southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. At Behind the Mask, 
we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things either. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at Behind the Mask. You're listening to College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. And our thanks to Pat Micheletti, the uh, the voice of Minnesota hockey. Can I just say that, Paul? Uh, he, he's just uh, so knowledgeable in every aspect. And we certainly enjoy having Pat on and, and thank him for his time. Um, as always, I know we're out of time just about. Uh, listen, I, I want to get your thoughts on Pat. It's, uh, it, 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 I, I feel bad because uh, I didn't lead him into the rant earlier. So it's my fault. I, I didn't lead him into it. It's my fault because, you know, we could have went on for an, the entire interview just talking about yeah. the stuff at the end. So, um, But there's so much have been stuff the first to talk about. I love having him on, and I think you can generally tell in his voice he loves being on. He loves talking hockey. He loves uh, giving his opinion, and we like to have that open forum where you can give yeah. that opinion and, and talk about what's going on. So um, glad that Pat could make the time. Uh, so many things to discuss in it. Uh, we didn't need another, another whole show to, to break it yeah. all down, but uh, I think he had some really good points. Uh, anything that you heard from Pat that, that maybe you weren't expecting to hear? Well, I mean, expecting? I, I never know what to expect. That's the, that's the beauty of having Pat on. I never know what he's going to say. That's great. It's, it's not coach speak. That's the um, best part. Let me tell you what I thought. I, I thought his reaction to Dave Haxtell, uh, because Dave is a great man. He's 100% correct on that. Uh, but that that's some blood there between North Dakota and uh, Minnesota and, and the rivalries. But I think oh, Pat, yeah. as he gets a little older, uh, he just really wants to see college hockey get back to where what we were talking about, where uh, the teams are competing against each other geographically and stuff like that. And, and I think he realizes that Dave Haxtell is a good hire. And, you know, um, he, he realizes that North Dakota is a good team. He had raving things to see about St. Thomas, which makes me think he's going to be the voice of the Tommy's hockey. <laughs> but well, but anyway, the voice of hockey, let's just put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. But so many things to, uh, to, to get into with him. And, and when you hash it over and, and you get a chance to do it, you just realize how knowledgeable he is. Right. And there's just so much going on this week all over the place all over the place well we got you covered because we're going to be here six out of the uh, seven nights this week sunday through thursday we'll be off friday and back saturday and then of course we start a new week on sunday yep. so yep. uh we'll be uh we'll be on quite a few times we hope you're all listening and enjoying i, I think we had a lot of new listeners tonight and uh, proud to say we had two thousand listeners on our sunday night show uh live live listeners uh yeah. over our, our short time with that only one year doing that yeah so we're happy about that we're still in the drives of ten thousand followers on all of our twitter accounts so if you follow us on twitter great if you don't get out there tell your friends and let's get to ten thousand because we got some really good prizes hockey prizes to give away yeah. when we get to ten thousand so we're after that we're after followers and listeners on the podcast as well if you don't have anything else take it away my friend College Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Summer Skates. Play on the ice is heating up, and so is the weather. It makes it that much more important to keep those drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Behind the mask and its three Valley locations, in line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at behindthemask.com. By OxyPow. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Buy M-Drive, help for your immune system, building lean muscle mass, and making it through the day without that afternoon crash. Go to mdriveformen.com. 
and see how our high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, now available at Allegiant Stadium. Three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award for Best Barbecue. Stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Boost Mobile, you choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and NCHC.tv has you covered. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. You, you got to give it more like Rob and Steven now, though, with the uh, the ITHSW podcast on and uh, and Alexa, because they both just step away and go, Alexa, turn on my ITHSW podcast. I, I don't have it. one of those, so I, I love it. I, love I don't it. have one of those. So. Okay, we need to work I'll on leave that. them with them. <laughs> anyway, our thanks to Pat Micheletti, the voice of K Fan, uh, Minnesota Gopher Hockey. Also, uh, uh, Minnesota Wild Hockey. Anything that is hockey, Minnesota, go to Pat yeah. Micheletti and Westwood One Sports as well. Um, we look forward to another great show tomorrow on Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. And then join uh, Paul and Rob and our uh, good friend Tom Callahan, the former voice of the Nashville Predators and Tucson Roadrunners. No better guy to bring on, I don't think, uh, um, Paul, than Tom one more talk in NHL hockey because he has connections everywhere. And, and an I know Tom draft. Yeah. And, and Tom is driving back from Buffalo back to Arizona. So we'll catch him on the road somewhere both nights, I believe. But nice. Uh, we'll look forward to that. And uh, we will say goodnight with little Roger Klein, and the Peacemakers De Niro. And thank everybody for tuning in. Good night, everybody. Good night.